0: Acast powers the world's best podcasts.
1: Here's a show that we recommend. Formula 1 is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So, if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now.
0: Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife, and co-host, if I ever proposed to her with an engagement ring and a glass of champagne, she'd have accidentally chugged that ring. <laughs> <laughs> long, Teresa.
2: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that is very true. <laughs> I would expect you to put it in something a little more delicious, like tequila. A bloody oh, mary.
0: If you want a red-stained ring, maybe.
2: You, you think with the diamond?
0: I was actually thinking a little bit about the chemistry about the science behind putting a ring into a glass of champagne. Because at first I'm like, Mm -hmm. that can't be good. That can't be good for anything. That can't be good for the ring. That can't be good for the champagne. But you think about it and alcohol cleans, right? Yeah, but
2: high, big alcohol, like vodka, Mm -hmm. (laughs) tequila.
0: Stick with me here. Okay, Okay,
2: okay, okay.
0: Alcohol cleans. And so does sparkling water. If you've ever... Spilled something on a couch, and you pour a little sparkling water. So those are both two cleaning agents. <laughs> so it, it, it may be it may be actually beneficial in a proposal to have it sitting in two cleaning agents before you present it for the first time, because that thing is going to bling.
2: I guess, but I love how you use the spilling something on the couch example because you do that. You order most. Ooh. And then the burrito was all over the place, and then I just see you sneaking some sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoops! Spilled some sparkling.
2: I mean, I guess you're right. It makes sense. But okay, I feel like for me, doing a proposal, I almost feel like it should be in private. And then for me, it's like if it's at a crowded place or a crowded restaurant, I almost feel like it kind of takes away from the intimacy. First of all. But that's me.
0: First of all, that restaurant was not crowded. <laughs> Okay, it was. It would actually. It was more. You know what I'm saying? It was more private going to that restaurant than proposing at home with Emily's nosy family and nosy horses there.
2: (laughs) You see, that would have been beautiful if they went to the stables and Kobe said, Emily, you gotta help me with the horse poop. And she started digging and there was a ring. Oh, not in. Original. Origin, OG. I'm thinking OG and the horses would be in the background just like looking at what's going on. Beautiful.
0: There's a reason nobody's done that before and it's not because it's such an original idea. It's because it is a shitty idea.
2: Well, you can put it in a Ziploc, no?
0: Anyways, <laughs> guys, that is neither here nor there. And actually, Teresa and I, we're, we're neither here nor there. Where, where are we? We're not together, Teresa.
2: I know, I mean... We are not together physically. We still love each other.
0: Because I didn't put her ring in a pile of horseshit when I proposed to her.
2: Very true. You put it in a in a box.
0: Where it belongs. Call that unoriginal, but I think that's <laughs> I think that's where it belongs.
2: Well, it was a FedEx box. <laughs> yes.
0: And and no, I did not wait to the last minute and get it overnighted. It was all part of the proposal. We're not gonna get into it now.
2: No, because we would get too emotional and we would just talk about this this whole time we'll get to it one day and i'm sure we did before but what john is saying is that we are together but not in person because someone's in the czech republic and it's me
0: yes we've we've told you guys that we are going to be traveling and teresa was the first one to head over there she had a wedding to attend and some other things like hanging out with your family
2: Yes. Hanging out with the fam, eating all the food, drinking all the wine. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Save some wine and Slivovitza for me. When I, I get know. there, there better be something on ice for me.
2: My dad bought 10 liters. I'm just on liter number two. Jeez.
0: So. You've only been there <laughs> for like two days. You're drinking a liter of Slivovitza a day? Take it oh, easy. Wine. Oh, okay.
2: If I was drinking one liter of Slivovitz a day, we would not be podcasting. We would not be podcasting. We would not be podcasting.
0: <laughs> but we are, we are podcasting, and obviously we are podcasting remotely. So bear with us, hang in there. We know this is two remote podcasts in like two weeks because of COVID and now because of travel. But we want to talk about this episode, and we want to podcast and have you guys be able to enjoy an episode. So. We're doing what we can do. It's a crazy setup we got going on. We got two laptops and one of Theresa's laptops doesn't have a camera. So we have iPads so we can see each other. It's not ideal, but we're going to make it work.
2: And speaking of making it work, let's make it work and tell our friends about our little housekeeping that we always do.
0: Yeah. And this is a special edition of housekeeping. So don't just skip ahead 15 seconds, 30 seconds like you normally do. <laughs> Bear with us here too, because since we're traveling, we are going to forego covering the Below Deck recap. The uh, Sorry, the Below Deck reunion. We're not going to recap yep. the reunion because not really, this is not the reason, but I'm not excited about this reunion because I saw a preview and it looks like we look right now, we're on zoom screens and they're on zoom screens yes right now it's midnight or whatever in the Czech Republic and so I'm not going to make poor Teresa stay up extra late and podcast about a zoom reunion on below deck but that being said we would never leave you high and dry we want to give you something to listen to so we uh, we recorded something a little special
2: a little special that we're not going to announce just yet but it's coming this Wednesday and how are we going to announce it? Well on social media.
0: <laughs> you're leading me. You're 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 going too quick for me. There is a please okay. ro- romance me a little bit here because we're going <laughs> we're gonna drop it Wednesday in place of the below deck recap. So you'll still have mm-hmm. something Wednesday. But there's another component to what's happening here, and, and we're not gonna we're not gonna spill all the beans on this podcast. We want you to listen to that Wednesday podcast and we hope it's all good things. So we're excited. We want you to get excited. We want you to listen to the podcast that will drop Wednesday, the to be named podcast or, or to be, yeah, to be named podcast. It's this, it's this podcast, but it's a different, different coverage. But we'll, we'll first let you know on Instagram.
2: Absolutely. And that's why you guys, you have to make sure that you follow us because if you don't, then you don't know what's going on. You don't know yes. what's going to drop. I mean, you might get a notification on your phone and be like, oh. Look! Look at these guys releasing a new podcast. But wouldn't you want to know a little bit in advance? Prepare Does something yourselves. to look forward to.
0: We had to prepare ourselves for this podcast, so you're going to want to prepare yourselves for this Absolutely. podcast. So follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. We will let you know very soon what you can expect Wednesday, and then listen Wednesday and and find out what you can expect in the coming weeks. So it's it's a whole big. It's a what do you call that Russian doll?
2: A matryoshka.
0: It's a matryoshka.
2: Matryoshka.
0: It's a matryoshka of excitement because you're going to get one thing. You're going to open it up. There's going to be another thing in there. You could get some more. It's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Teresa's looking forward to it. We want you guys to look forward to it. So follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Okay. Whether you're listening in Czech Republic or you're listening in America, anywhere in between. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever, it doesn't matter. What matters is you follow the podcast and it's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the Czech Republic.
3: I was going to say,
0: I was going to say that was your first smash it like it's hot from another country. But you you kind of did ah. it on your own there with that I one.
2: Mean, Besides the fact that Czech is actually really hot right now, the weather is out of control. I feel like, am I in Florida? And it's crazy because it went from, on Saturday I went to wedding and it was like nice 65-ish, 70, right? Today, 95.
3: Yeah. But I
2: have to say, it's not as humid, so it's a little more bearable.
0: Yeah. I've never been to the Czech Republic. I've never been to Europe in the summer. And so I'm in for a, a surprise. I think I'm I'm used to there being snow on the ground and, and Christmas lights on the trees, but this is going to be a little bit different.
2: It'll be good. You'll you like it. You'll get to see all the castles and all the other beautiful stuff the Czech Republic has to offer.
0: I can't wait. All right. So you're following the Instagram for the exciting news. You're following the podcast for the exciting news.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: One last thing: if you haven't left the review, if you could please do that, we love the reviews. It makes us so happy when we see a new one coming. And if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast right here, the one you're listening to.
2: Yes. Five stars, guys. Five stars. Nothing less.
0: You can leave us whatever you want, <laughs> but we're only going to read the five-star ones. And I have one I'm going to read okay. right now. Okay. This one comes to us from our friend, Gidget Love Shoes, titled- Hello,
2: Gidget Loves Shoes.
0: Titled, Love the Positivity. And they write, this is such a joyful podcast. I love that you enjoy the shows you talk about. We love them too. That's why we listen. Smiley face emoji.
2: Love it. And it's so true.
0: Gidget loves shoes. We love that review.
2: We love the review. I do also love shoes. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. So kudos to your love for shoes and your passion for our pod because I love the, the fact that you pick up on our passion, that we do it for fun because we enjoy it. We don't just do it. We wouldn't we're cover these Nike. shows. We're not Nike. We're not
0: Nike. We, <laughs> we wouldn't cover these shows if we didn't love them. So we hope we're talking to like minded people. We hope we're talking to people that love this as well. Otherwise, it's Absolutely. embarrassing. It's embarrassing that we love it so much. And if you guys don't, <laughs> it's like, what, are you guys, what are you guys talking about? The show's terrible. All right. That is the housekeeping. How about a little 90 day, by the way?
2: Yes, one of my favorite segments.
0: Teresa's been over in Europe, gallivanting, globetrotting, jet setting. She doesn't know what's happening in the 90 day well, world. I, so I'm going to. Yeah. I literally
2: didn't understand anything you just said.
0: Because of the internet connection or because of the word, the, my word choice? <laughs>
2: because of your word <laughs> choice.
0: Oh, I said you're globetrotting, which means you're traveling around the world.
2: Okay.
0: You are gallivanting, which is another word for just you're out and about. And jet setting you were on a plane traveling. You're being a
2: little too you're being a little too fancy for, for this podcast.
0: All right. Well either way, you
2: are
0: <laughs> you're, you're preoccupied, you got other things you're dealing with, and so you haven't been keeping up with the 90 day news. I'm making all of this up just to lead into my <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Theresa's Teresa's dialed in. She knows what's going on, but
2: All right. He does. You might
0: you might not know these. He okay, does. number number one. The head of casting for 90 Day Fiancé was interviewed by Variety, which is a pretty okay. good publication. Yeah. And I found it interesting. I don't want to go through the whole article. I think you guys should read it because it actually is pretty fascinating. But there was a couple of good question and answers that I thought I would touch on here. And the first question that I'll bring up, the publication Variety asked, how does casting work even for a show like 90 Day Fiancé?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the response was, well, when... They first started, they worked with immigration lawyers and they would, wow. sco- they would scour social media, mostly on Facebook. They would go on Visa forums. We've been on a couple of those. And they would cold call these couples. Oh, wow. And I think that speaks volumes to how things have changed because now I think they're probably just getting berated with applications of influencer wannabes and celebrity wannabes and it's people more so going, oh, we want to be on TV. Let's reach out to TLC. Back in the day, they're talking to immigration lawyers going,
2: that's yes, wild.
0: You guys got any interesting couples that would be good on TV? I found so it so think, fascinating.
2: So you think that's how they found Danielle and Mohammed?
0: I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I mean, Danielle would not know the first thing about reality TV, I don't think. And Muhammad doesn't want his scam to be publicized. So neither of them would reach out.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that they called, offered some money, maybe some help with the lawyers and stuff. So basically maybe. give them a, you need to get them hooked. I know some people just want to be on TV, but do you think Danielle just wanted to be on TV? No. So I feel like there must have been something else that really got her to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, f- I think fun. she got
2: hooked once she was on TV oh. because she was getting some money, some love. And so she was on so many spinoffs and uh, seasons.
0: Yeah, this, it became her career for sure. But in the beginning, yeah, who knows whether they were on forums and they were found but, on forums.
2: But are you saying that nowadays people apply?
0: They they didn't come out and say that, but they said, when we first started X, oh. Y, and Z. And so now it seems like it's changed. They
2: okay. They should
0: mix in some of those older tactics, I think.
2: They should, because I feel like now a lot of people, and I hate to say this, but not all of them, but some people who apply to 90 Day, they just do it for the fame that you get out of it because 90 days became very popular. They have oh, yeah. millions of followers, you thousands. Some of them millions, right? Yeah. If you look at MAPS cast, if they reach like 50K, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, and that also goes to the, the fact that there's not really spinoffs for maths. So you don't, you have one season to build your brand, to build your social media following and then on to the next. Yeah. You can make a career out of 90 day.
2: That's what they do. It's like, and if the career doesn't, doesn't pay out, you go on OnlyFans.
0: Yeah. That's All right. I was going to, I was going to read a couple more, but this is already getting long. I think let me read one more and then you okay. guys should check out the interview yourself. So the question was Caleb and Alina, were cut from the already airing before the 90 days season after racist social media posts were discovered. How has your vetting process had to evolve Mm -hmm. over the years? And the response was like, oh my gosh, yes. Our internal searches before they even got on a Zoom or Skype interview are so intense. They have LexisNexis on all couples, which is... What's
2: Lex's nexus?
0: I used to use it in school. I'm pretty sure it's, great, yeah, it's... A
3: background
0: check? Yeah, well, it's a crazy research database. I think that just has a ton of information on everything. Mm. Um, and they use that. And then if they're chosen for the show, there's the extensive background check. They go through any past social media, criminal history. And they caveat this by saying, obviously... We can't get it all. And sometimes things pop up, but we try to do our best. But I was like, you go, Variety. Like, I'm so glad you asked that question because Mm -hmm. I feel like they just always try to avoid these things. And it's like, no, ask.
2: I'm curious. Let's say they did know about her post, right? About her past post, but they decided to let it be because it was in the past. Maybe, you know, hopefully she learned from her mistakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would they cut her off if it wasn't discovered? I don't think they would. I almost feel like they must have known. If normal I don't think people they knew. found it, I no? don't think they
0: knew. I think I would imagine if they knew, they would have told her to take him down.
2: I guess that's a good, that's a good point.
0: It's too. But yeah. it's it's not. I'm glad yeah. they
2: asked. That's one of the questions that we all were asking.
0: Yeah, so definitely check out that interview. Probably just Google Variety 90 Day Fiance Casting Director and you'll find it. But interesting. I liked it. Okay. By the way, number two, a lot of celebs love 90 Day. We were kind of just saying this, this show is blown <laughs> up. Everyone watches it, right? Lady Gaga is a fan. Chrissy Teigen's a fan. Let's add Drake. Drake is a fan.
2: Mm-hmm. Let's
0: add one of our favorite bands to the list.
2: Do I want pilots?
0: No. And I actually don't know if this band is a fan, but they get involved. Okay. The Roots. What? So the other night on The Tonight Show, <laughs> the other night on The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon was doing a bit and he had this message from a fan who said, Dear Jimmy, haven't been able to keep up with 90 Day because someone stole my TV. And so he asked, <laughs> or this, this fan asked if Jimmy could fill them in on what's been happening this season. Okay.
2: That's wild.
0: First of all, if you need to be filled in, you should be listening to this podcast. Whoever <laughs> wrote in, but Jimmy's like, "Well, I can't do it. Well, you know, what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna tell you what Jimmy said. Let Let's listen to it. I want okay. you to hear it. And as we said, we we're doing this remotely, all crazy setup. So this is not going to be your normal playback. So hopefully, this sounds decent. Okay.
2: Ready. Hey, Kirk. hey Jimmy. I
0: love the show Ninety Day Fiance. But I haven't been able to watch the season because someone stole my TV and laptop. Don't ask.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, is there any way you can catch me up on what's been happening on the current season? Well, I I can't catch you up, but I know someone who can. Tariq, can you help? I was was trying to do that face. I know,
1: I know, I know. know. No problem, Jimmy. Hit it. To America for Ariella. If Kobe needs more money, Emily wants him to tell her. Jabri and Miona both <laughs> should really be more honest. Yvette is 23 years older than her man Muhammad. Kara and Guillermo look through each other's phones. Thais ain't sure if she can trust Patrick when he's alone. And she and Bilal are on a on prenups. So maybe
2: a 90-day engagement isn't long enough. <laughs> what? That was both love, right?
0: No, no, that was uh, Tariq. That's and when, when Tariq's the singer, rapper. Quest loves the drummer, but
3: okay. And when, when Jim was
0: like Tariq, why don't you tell him? I was like, wait, is this going to be hot sauce? Tariq, is he going to rap with the Roots? But no, it was, it was the Roots, and so good, loved it,
2: so good, so <laughs> good. Oh my gosh! I mean, yes, the show is huge. It's huge. It's huge. And people are loving the season. We keep getting messages from our friends and mostly positive. So I love to hear that.
0: Yes. Yeah. All right.
2: Everyone thinks it's great.
0: Okay. That is, by the way, 90 Day, by the way, let's get into this episode. There's so much to talk about. I don't think I've ever had this many notes. It is a shame that we are remote. I I know. Because I have so many notes, so many thoughts about this episode. It is Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season nine, episode 10. Let's start with Emily and Kobe.
2: Episode 11.
0: Episode 11, I haven't even <laughs> updated my notes. <laughs> I'm living in the past.
2: I am you living sure in the past. Are. I'm,
0: I'm 6 hours behind you. Episode <gasps> 11.
2: That is so okay. true.
0: So, Emily and Kobe, should we start with?
2: Let's start with Emily and Kobe.
0: I Was this segment sponsored by Casper because after seeing this I never want to go to a mattress store again.
2: Wait. Was it a Casper store?
0: No, but that's what I'm saying. I never want to go to a mattress store, so I'm just going to have Casper deliver our beds straight to the house so we don't have to go watch people dry hump on every mattress in a store.
2: I feel like mattress stores are strange.
0: No, they're perfectly normal if you don't go and try to copulate (laughs) on top of all the product. You shouldn't put your shoes. (laughs) Yes. You lay down on your back. If you're a side sleeper, maybe roll over for a second. You don't need to mime having sex on a mattress (laughs) in a store. And I get it, no shade, because Kobe has been sleeping alone for the past several weeks, two months. So he's probably Mm -hmm, like, any chance mm -hmm. I can get, I'm going to try to get it in. But that was uncomfortable for me. And from now on, Casper, Nectar, just ship it to me. I can't risk seeing
2: Avocado.
0: Is that, is yes. that one?
2: That's another, just, like a bio brand.
0: Just ship it to us because I can't risk running into that in real life.
2: Did you see the, the store clerk? She was like
1: WTF. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Um, so they're, they're going master shopping and Emily tells the camera and again, thank you TLC for just kicking me right into rage mode from the, Scene one, because Emily's like, even though I'm the only one working and we don't have money right now, if getting a bigger bed so we can all sleep together will make them happy, fine, I'll do it. And here's why I have 19 pages of notes, because first, you say you're the only one working, like Kobe is choosing not to work. He can't.
2: Yeah, he cannot. And he won't be able to for a while. And if you studied about the K-1 visa, you should know that.
0: Yeah, don't use it like he's late oh, because I'm the only one working. It's like he doesn't have a choice. So And take-
2: unlike many other foreigners, and we've said this before, he brought money in. And I know that, you know, 4K is a lot of money, but it's not a lot if you have a family of three with a newborn, right? And you need mm-hmm. to live off of it. But I get it. Like for him, it's way more money. For him, it- it's probably he brought like 20 or 30,000 that we could, they could live off of for a year, right?
0: In his mind, yeah. But forget that. Forget his money. How about her money? Maybe you shouldn't have spent your money on a ring for yourself and instead you could have gotten the bed. Yeah. On top of all that, there's 94 beds in that house. Like You don't need a new one. Just roll one in. That fits.
2: The bed that Kobe's sleeping on, that looks like a big bed.
0: I feel like, I hate to say it, I feel like they're creating drama.
2: Maybe. But hopefully... With the ring and with everything that happened, she can balance it out. She can return one thing and keep the other, meaning the mattress.
0: Yeah, they did. It seems like they got the mattress and that's good. I mean, that's all Kobe wants. And he feels like now Emily is starting to consider his feelings. But there was another option too. And again, we don't tell anyone how to parent. You can all parent your own ways. We're not parents. But you also could have had Coben move out of the bed. At some point that needs to happen, right? Yeah. So there was that possibility.
2: I was just going to say that maybe they didn't want to spend that much money. Just buy a crib. Maybe it's possibly a little cheaper than a mattress. I can imagine it's smaller, right? Maybe. Yeah. Or even, even if it isn't, he needs to get off the nip. Not off her nip, that's fine. But eventually he'll need to learn to sleep in his own bed.
0: Right. So... 6 hours later, Kobe, Father David, Sister Madeline, they're all at a jewelry store. It's a big day of shopping for this family. There's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of money that they don't have to be spent and yes. they're spending it every chance they can get. And you kind of minimized Kobe's 4000, but Father David needs to stop minimizing Kobe's 4,000. It's so rude to me. Every time David's like, you know, he brought 4,000, it's not a lot of money. It's a good amount of money.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of people don't understand that the exchange from dollar and whatever other currency around the world, unless you're on euro, it's very different. And so in Kobe's mind, he probably brought way more money and he was so proud of it. But that just doesn't get it.
0: But I actually don't care about the exchange rate. If Joe Schmo from around the corner, <laughs> if Joe Schmo from around the corner was marrying Emily, and he's like, "All I've saved up is four thousand dollars," that's nothing to sneeze at either. No, it's not no, like, it, there, Do you know how many people are in debt? Absolutely, I know. So he's got four thousand in savings.
2: What I'm saying is that Dad looks at it as Emily doesn't do shit. They have a kid, right? Now he's coming to the United States. He pays for that, pays for everything. He doesn't want to keep doing that. What's going to happen? And that's why he sees $4,000 and Kobe's idea of inheriting his firm like ridiculous.
0: I just think he should stop talking about it.
2: But he said it too. He, he said something rude because he said he thinks it's stupid for Kobe to buy a ring, but... He feels for him because he knows Emily. So he's there to help him make sure that he's not going to overspend or like he's not going to cross any budget. Right. Yeah, Well,
0: Father David's responsible for all Emily has become. So if you feel bad for Kobe, it's like that's on you, too, because you raised her.
2: And I think he knows it because yeah. they talk about it they say that Emily is useless. Emily's 29. She doesn't know how to pay bills. She doesn't know like they are aware of that, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, he checks out a couple of rings. He's looking at rings and he admits I'm clueless and so he asks Madeline, the sister, to help out. And she's like, "Oh. She's got her heart set on on sparkle, on bling," but she tells the camera Knowing that she bought her own ring and hasn't told Kobe is crazy.
2: I feel like Madeline is the reasonable sister that has a crush on Kobe and she doesn't understand why he wants to be with someone like Emily.
0: Wait, has a crush on Kobe?
2: I think so. She like hugged him, very, very emotional. I think she feels bad. Maybe not a crush on him, but she feels for him. It's like she's team Kobe, right? Even though... Emily is his her sister.
0: I don't think anyone in that family is Team Kobe. I think...
2: I think Madeline is.
0: I think Madeline is Team Sanity. And she <laughs> seems like she has a decent head on her shoulder. And she's like, this is just insane that we're at a jewelry store spending money on something that's already been purchased. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's just like, this whole thing is ridiculous. But she loves the drama, so pass the popcorn. And I also think... <laughs> I actually think maybe she does live at the house now because when they go back later, she's there. She's "She's always, I know at first I was like, nah, she seems like she's got her shit together and she's probably moved out. She's always at that house.
2: But I I almost feel like she's the sister that has a full-time job and pays some rent. Although, how would that be fair if one sister pays rent and everything and the other one just lives there?
0: Nah, some kids need more help and they get more help from their parents. I guess. That's just just life.
2: You know Um, what's funny? I was yeah. telling my parents today that I feel like me leaving the Czech Republic when I was younger, moving to the US and just started learning, right? That that really helped me grow up.
0: Of course. You had no option but to grow up and you almost you almost gave up because I love the story you tell when you landed in New York and you were trying to buy a coffee and you were overwhelmed. Very overwhelmed. That there wasn't just skim milk and whole milk. They were offering coconut milk and soy milk. And, and you you freaked out and you called your dad, right?
2: Not even skim milk. In Czech, we have full-fed milk and half-fed milk.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> but <laughs> you were so overwhelmed.
0: It. You called yes. your dad and you're like, I, I can't do this. I need to come back home to safety. And your dad said, no, like you chose this. Stick it out. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you almost did give up on it but you you were forced not to in a way and you grew
2: I'm glad I was I'm glad my dad was there because I needed that push I was I was a moron just living here didn't know what I was gonna do living in my parents house and they said well if you want to live here you at least go to school right let yeah. work on your education I didn't like the school I was going to it was like I was so lost all I was doing was like drinking and partying with my friends who also were lost. And if I didn't leave, I almost feel like I would never become the person that I am today. I would like I had to learn things on my own. I had to make things happen. And I don't think I would be able to if I didn't do this, if I basically wasn't thrown or didn't throw myself into the water and have my dad to keep like, let me drown. Everyone, a needs, bit.
0: everyone needs to get out of their comfort zone to grow. That's literally right. So Emily needs to be pushed out of her comfort zone and learn to tread water.
2: You know, I'm a little surprised that she is the way she is because she's traveled, right? She lived in a different country. She had to somehow make it happen, right? How come she cannot just adapt to adulthood in the United States, the country she grew up in?
0: It's a little bit of what Ari is dealing with, right? Ari traveled all over. And because I would guess, although I think, was Emily teaching in China maybe?
2: I think she was teaching English. I don't want to lie, but I feel like that's what she was doing.
0: But maybe they're viewing it more as the opportunity to just travel and vacation. And sure, I have to have this job. That's how it gets me there. But... I'm really just here to party. And so when that's, that incentive is taken away, AKA when you're home, they don't want to work. They're only working to party. And once you're home and you can live at mom's house, well, I'm not going to work anymore.
2: I guess. I mean, again, she got home, she was pregnant. So I kind of get it, but I don't because I would understand if the parents helped her to get on her own feet, right? If they helped her to find a one bedroom apartment, They would help her. Maybe dad can give her a job or a part-time job so she can balance it out. But that they just let her live there and do her own thing and they pay for everything. I think that's a little crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know what I think is crazy? What? Did you see the jeweler wearing his necklace over his tie?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did not.
0: And I saw that and my jaw hit the floor and I said, how can this be? And then I thought, well, he's a, <laughs> he's a jeweler. So maybe that comes first over over his tie and he wants to show that off. I literally Googled it.
2: It's Is a it thing. a thing? It's I a know. thing. People, people so was, put
0: necklaces over ties.
2: I was going to say that I feel like I've seen it somewhere. Not today as I was watching, but that rings a belt. Wasn't it clipped on his uh, little neck thingy? What do you call the thing around your neck? His collar? Yeah, collar. I think they clip a little necklace on collars, so it goes over the tie. That's what I've seen.
0: It looked horrendous. <laughs> I do not Like let your tie shine and if you want, have a tie clip. If you want to add a little bling to your tie, have a nice tie clip. But having this necklace over the tie, it was disturbing.
2: I might have to go back and look okay. because now I want to see.
0: It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> and so... They're looking at these rings. The jeweler brings out a $7,000 ring, mm-hmm. which is too pricey for Kobe. And Kobe tells the camera, for that money, you can buy a piece of land in Cameroon. Mm-hmm. If I was Kobe, I would buy that piece of land and I would live there without Emily.
2: <laughs> you know what I was thinking? Because is it Salina where they yeah. live?
0: Yeah, Salina, Kansas. It
2: seems like a very tiny town, right? Is this the same jeweler that Emily went to and bought her ring?
0: Oh my gosh, (laughs) you're probably right, right? Right? But there's no connection. There's there's no way the jeweler would know that this is Emily's fiance. No,
2: but but you know what made me think of that later on? Emily's gonna say because I think Dad or someone will say, "How how can you afford a ring?" Right? Yeah. How could you afford to buy a ring? And she said, "The jeweler got me a deal," and I'm like. Wait a
3: minute. Oh. He gave Kobe a deal. Maybe <laughs> did he just
0: jeweler, move? <laughs> did the jeweler give you 30% off if you buy right now?
2: I think that was the thing. He got a deal. And I'm like, wait a minute. Deal, a deal, Selena, Tiny Town. Oh, holy shit. They went That's to the same hilarious. place. And yeah. she's going to go back and return and be like, yeah, my fiance actually got me. You'll like, yeah. So I gave him 30% oh. off.
0: <laughs> what if I told you, <laughs> buy now, buy now, today only, I'll give you 30% off plus tax that puts you at, $1,152 out the door. That was a good and that's deal. What, Co- that's what Kobe does.
2: Yeah, I think it was a good deal for Kobe. He said he wants to spend around 1000 This was a tiny yeah. bit over. I'm sure she'll like it because it's one of those rings that has a lot going on that it makes it look big. If it's not just the stone, you know. Yeah, it's
0: not a solitary diamond. It's yeah, a yeah. bunch of little stones. Yeah, I make, think she'll it, love it. it. It looked nice. Yeah. And I, I would actually feel good about this purchase. I'd be excited for Kobe if Emily wasn't such a moron and had bought <laughs> her own. If she hadn't bought her own ring, I'd be like, this is sweet. This is great. He didn't go too far out of mm-hmm. his budget. Like, good for him. But I'm sitting there going, this is just, this is embarrassing.
2: Yeah, I felt bad for him. And yeah, let's, let's talk about it because they're doing yeah. the date night. We have 27 days to wet and they're going to do a little sushi date night. Big yes. plans, big plans for Kobe.
0: It's probably the only sushi place in Salina. Mm-hmm. I think it looked very similar to the place she brought him that first night.
2: I almost thought it was the same place. Just go in and you say what type of food you want to eat.
0: I know. I'm pretty sure it said <laughs> sushi, comma steakhouse. comma, (laughs) pizza, comma, (laughs) Mexican, It's like, this is our one restaurant we have. And I'm pretty sure that the jeweler was actually the chef. I saw another necklace over a tie. Maybe that's just a Salina staple, but they go there.
2: You got to hustle.
0: And and Kobe's like, I'm full of surprises. What's the biggest surprise you could get for me right now, Emily? She's like, I don't know. And right on cue, waitress comes over with two glasses of champagne on the house and I'm sorry, Theresa. we almost were down at TV because I almost smashed my, or our TV. <laughs> when Emily said this, did you hear what she said when the champagne came over?
2: She said, what the fuck?
0: No. She goes,
2: well, she said that too.
0: She goes, Oh, look at what you get everywhere. When you go, look at everything you get when you come with me. She goes,
2: Oh, she said that.
0: She goes free champagne. Look at what you get when you come with me. Free champagne. Oh, what? She's
2: such, a, she's such a moron.
0: No, you got it because Kobe planned this nice mm-hmm. surprise that you're now all of a sudden trying to take credit for. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then when she ships sips the champagne and sees the ring, that's when she goes, "What the fuck?"
2: Hello, oh, Emily. But she, that, she. Could you
0: imagine that? That that level of just self. Like the oh, so full of herself.
2: Yeah, she is self-absorbed, but so much. I feel like Kubi needs to stick it up because of Coben I think it would be impossible to be in Coben's life but not being with Emily under these circumstances when he is a foreigner.
0: Yeah, i I completely agree. It just every time Emily opens her mouth, it gets worse. I mean, she when she laughs, she's like, "What the fuck." She goes, I love it. Who came up with this? Like she immediately thinks Kobe isn't even capable of coming mm-hmm. up with any. Who came up? This is so good. Who came up with this? It couldn't be you.
2: And I feel like it's so hurtful for Kobe. And he's going to say later too, but also Emily, every single rom-com on TV.
0: Of course. Has sure. a
2: proposal like this. So I'm sure it, all Kobe had to do is even or Google how to propose. It's probably going to be number one. Number yep. one
0: option. Also, 90 Day Fiance, Junie, Devin, oh. <laughs> Vegas. I mean, the ultimate shit, ring in the champagne.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is insulting when she said, yeah, who came up with this? You moron.
0: It gets of more insulting. It. Yes. It gets more insulting when they get home from dinner. Everyone's hanging out in the living room, right? Like the whole family's there. And Emily's like, check out this rock. Like she's showing it off. They all sit down. Kobe looks so happy. He's got the mm-hmm. biggest smile on his, right? He did good. He did yes. good. He got the ring, the proposal. She loved it. And Emily, the jackass that she is, feels. she says she feels guilty about buying the ring. So she goes and she gets it and she brings it out in front of everyone and feels the need to emasculate Kobe and feels the need to be like, yeah, I bought this because I wasn't sure if you were going to get one. It's like.
2: Yes. And even dad, like dad was like, how how did you find the money? Where did you get the money to buy a ring? And the look on Kobe's face that he's like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like I'm, she has no faith in him.
0: Zero faith. It's so hurtful. And it's just a power move. She wanted to whip that ring out and go, look what I got for myself because i I'm not sure that you're capable of doing that. Such a power move. She could have easily just gone tomorrow on her way home from her part-time job and returned it Mm -hmm. without nobody knowing. You didn't have to make him feel bad. You could have returned it, got the money, and not said a word about it. But no, Mm -hmm. you had to embarrass and emasculate Kobe in front of everyone. It's so gross. I hate her.
2: (laughs) I agree with you. I didn't almost break the TV because I almost I almost expected something like this from her because that's what she does. She, is, she, she is the person who's going to stab you while she's smiling at you.
0: No class. Yeah.
2: And again, there is a big part of me that hopes they can somehow make it work because of Coben.
0: But... Yeah. Yeah. As long as they can figure it out because maybe being... In a single parent household is better than being in a household, two parents that just aren't right for each other or can't get along.
2: Very true. But again, under these circumstances, like Kobe cannot just stay in the U.S. and do his own thing and visit Kobe. Like he he can't. You're right. So that's why I'm saying for his and Kobe's sake, I hope they can make it work. But yeah, yeah, Emma is a hoe. (laughs)
0: All right. while I'm in a full rage, let's talk about this next couple, Bilal and Shida.
2: Oh, Bilal and Shida, they're still (laughs) in Atlanta in the sister house.
0: Yes, and tensions are still high after Bilal brought up the prenup.
2: And Shida is like straight up upset over the prenup. And I honestly, I think she, she's wrong. I think Bilal shouldn't have opened it and told her about it on a freaking date night. But I think her reaction is also wrong.
0: She's wrong because he brought it up once before. And if someone brings something up, believe them, especially something like that. That's not just a, that's not just a, oh, here's a a random thought I had. It's Mm -hmm. like, no, he, it's a serious thought he had. So trust him.
2: Especially coming from someone like Bilal, who has no sense of humor. Right. He's not going to joke about something like this, although he may have because of that whole
3: prank. <laughs> it could,
0: it could be the prank. Pre, the prenup prank, the follow up, the sequel to the house prank. But it came to me watching it, this episode, that he brings it up in his whole defense, and when he's talking to his sister, he brings it up like, we went on a Ferris wheel and she was so freaked out. About the heights that I thought, you know, let me distract her with something else. (laughs) But you're the reason she was freaking out about the heights in the first place. So it's not like some outside influence came in and she got nervous. Mm -hmm. You made her. So you're at fault for both of these things.
2: And it also shows that he doesn't know her that well because if he knew her, he would have known that she is freaked out by the heights. And maybe you could have taken her to the cool bar in Atlanta. It's a spinning bar. It's also all the way up, but you were in the (laughs) building. So she would probably feel a little better.
0: And at least she could get a drink when you were talking about the prenup.
2: Yeah, I don't think they drink, but she could have a cocktail. True. and you know spin around atlanta and maybe talk about aprina but yeah bill and his timing and all his pranks ugh.
0: it's funny that you think he wouldn't have brought her on the ferris wheel if he knew she was scared of heights he would still do it he doesn't care about anyone but himself
2: that's a good point <laughs> maybe the prank is a joke and maybe he's gonna just like draw the whole thing and at the end the last sentence instead of like sign here he would just say just kidding <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's
0: just a test, just to see if you would go through with it. Uh-huh. Just another prank. You know me, Mr. Romance over here.
2: It sounds like something he would do. Ugh, he's a moron.
0: Did you see Nefertari sketching Shida's wedding dress? I
2: did not.
0: Oh, so she like, I, I think we talked about it a little bit on the previous episode. She is a fashion designer. So she was sketching. She's going to custom make Chida's dress.
2: I was just going to ask. So they went to try dresses on to see what Chida likes. Well, Well, I was going to
0: say that that whole scene must have been BS because if she was planning on doing a custom dress from the beginning, but that's a good point to get a little reference of what looks good or what she wants. Yeah,
2: like with Bob, because every wedding dress is very different. So with the fit, and so she could kind of test it out and see like, oh, I want a mermaid, I want a princess, I want a... (laughs) I don't know, whatever's there. And so Nefertari can actually make a custom one for her. But I didn't see that. Yeah, it was super cool.
0: Yeah. So Nefertari, she's with Bilal. They're alone talking. And she is kind of siding with Shida a little bit here. And she says she understands how Shida could have feelings about a prenup.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. But it was funny because it was kind of like Bilal talking to Nefertari and simultaneously... Shida was talking to her sisters, right? Yeah, those were her sisters.
0: Let's—we <laughs> should have talked about this before. Let's just do the Nefertari, Bilal talk, and then we'll talk okay. about the sisters okay. instead of going back and forth. Um, because Bilal hits Nefertari with his famous line: "Marriage is about love, but there's also a business component uh, too." <sighs> if if that's the case, he's been fired from his first two marriages. He's not doing very well. <gasps> wait, right? wait,
2: wait, wait, he was married twice before.
0: I'm pretty sure it's come out, that No, he we, wasn't we, I'm pretty sure it's come out. It wasn't publicized on the show. We what? know he's got we know he got divorced once. he's been fired at least once, but <gasps> I think twice, but he's not he's not doing too great, and so maybe it's time to rethink
2: yeah I his don't think business model I don't think he can. I think he's too into his business model
0: and and so nefertari asked well what what would you do if she hasn't signed the papers? Pulal's not sure
2: well. I think they just need to talk about it, sit down and maybe put together a prenup that both parties agree on because this one, that's Belos prenup. Yeah, well- uh, Isn't that how it works? Like, shouldn't you, should you put it together? Yeah. yeah,
0: you should sit down. I mean, it just doesn't even seem, when he talks about her, it doesn't even seem like he loves her. He does seem like he's talking about a coworker. Oh, you know, who's just not like pulling her weight at the office. It doesn't seem like there's any love when they- communicate with each other or about each other.
2: And not that you just don't see it. Bilal shows it to you every time he steals (laughs) her blanket. He just doesn't, he doesn't care. He thinks he does this big gesture but then he just is very selfish about it. It's like you take her on a horse carriage but you are leaving her freeze.
0: It's it's completely all about Bilal. It's ridiculous. So Yes, upstairs, Shida is FaceTiming her sisters, filling them in on the Ferris wheel debacle. And her sister's like, wait, 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 wait. On a nice romantic evening, he brought out a <laughs> prenuptial agreement?
2: <laughs> but what they said, I don't think I agreed with unless I didn't pick up exactly what they said. They said that she should put that she wants to have a child before four days in the prenup. Yeah, that's I don't think that's... that's not up to her.
0: I don't think that... Also, I don't think that's how prenups work.
2: No. You cannot be like, I need to have a child before 40. What if you cannot have a child?
0: Well, it would be in the contract. We should try to have yeah. a child. Before, oh, but, I just okay. don't, but I don't, I mean, maybe she wants to use his lawyer and create a separate contract. But I, I don't think that's a, a prenup. Is like, if we divorce, here's what happens.
2: Yes, but I feel like you can add little things to it.
0: Maybe. I think it would probably have to be a separate contract. But if we're getting to the point where we're writing up contracts about things like this, Bilal's right. This is a business then. This is no longer a romantic relationship.
2: You remember not to mix mix another show in, but you remember how I met your mother that Barney had that ridiculous spreena with a stripper that he didn't end up marrying?
0: No, what was it?
2: There was like a 500 pages that Arthur was like helping him put together. It was the guys <laughs> versus girls. And he had like ridiculous things in it. And that's why obviously it's a made up show, right? But yeah. I feel like you can put anything in the prenup.
0: I mean, I'm sure you could. I just don't know that that's the time and the place, but
2: it is. It's Bilal. It's It's Bilal.
0: It's turning into a business. It's crazy. I also wouldn't trust Bilal's lawyer because let's talk about it the next day. Shida, they're packing up to leave Atlanta and Shida's like, hey, Bilal, I'd love to speak to your lawyer about adding this in to the prenup. Mm -hmm. You guys need to find a third-party lawyer. I would not go with any lawyer that Bilal chose because it is going to be all Bilal all the time. It has no interest in you whatsoever, Shida.
2: I guess unless a lawyer should be neutral. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I'd like to think. But they need to sit down the two of them, talk about it, and maybe put this bring up together. And I get it if he wants to protect some of his assets and his kids. That's why I think it's, he should do it. He should do it. But he should consider Shida's needs too.
0: I just don't think they should get married. Forget prenup or no prenup. I don't think they should get married. I don't see the love.
2: There is no love. As you said, it's a business transaction.
0: Bilal is more concerned with his Louis Vuitton luggage than with Shida. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right? Well, I think he's... I don't know the right word, but let's say when the fratari drops them at the airport, he walked in front of her. Like, why don't you wait for her? Why don't it you was, walk with her? Like, it, it was
0: very reminiscent for me when Asuelu and Kalani got to the airport. Right, and one of them was like shoving balloons into the trash.
2: Uh, <laughs> that was Kalani.
0: Yeah. Yes. There's divorce rumors there. It's not a by the way. It's not an official by the way yet because I don't know if I believe it. I think they might just be trying to get some.
2: I'm not surprised. uh,
0: Some attention on them. I don't believe it yet. Didn't
2: they drop him over the bus station and he went to Vegas for a little bit?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This airport, this airport arrival was very reminiscent of that. Things are not good. Mm -hmm. And the business may be dissolving soon.
2: Yeah. And Shredder says it. As Bella is like walking in front of her, you kind of like hear her voice in the testimonials. And she's like, I thought he was the one, but I'm not sure anymore. Good. Uh, good. Keep keep those thoughts going, (laughs) Shia. Yeah, All the way back (laughs) to Trinidad.
0: All right. Let's talk about Ari and Benny.
2: Yes. And our returning Lavender.
0: Let's explain because we've got some new friends. Let's explain Lavender. Yes. Because if if you're new to this podcast and you haven't listened to our coverage of The Other Way, Lavender is Leander or Leandro. Nobody knows his name. Yeah, and that's in, part, that's in part why we call, Ari doesn't know his name. That's in part why we call him <laughs> Lavender. But it came because Teresa's iPad likes to autocorrect things. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And when you typed Leander, autocorrected to Lavender. And we just decided, let's just go with that. Yeah,
2: I like it. I actually like it. Yeah, so, so
0: he's he's back.
2: He's back. He's not even back. He's still in their lives. And he's going nowhere.
0: Yeah. Did you see, they meet up at a, a cafe, just Ari and Lavender alone. And they're wearing matching outfits. They're like the new Jabri and Miona.
2: I literally said, Ari and Lavender are twinning.
0: <laughs> yes, and, and <laughs> Benny is losing.
2: And yes, and we'll see later too. But yeah, so Lavender, her ex-husband, they started dating or... They got married when she was nineteen. Yeah. They divorced because it didn't work out, but they stayed and now they stayed friends and now they are besties.
0: Did you see the flashback to one week earlier when Ari's FaceTiming him saying mm-hmm. oh we have a month? He looks so different. Did he? Oh my gosh, he like different glasses, different hair. He looked better, I thought.
2: Oh wow. Well I have to go back because but that's 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 my point that I feel like sometimes they mess up. With the editing?
0: I know. They were like a week earlier. I'm like, that's probably from last season. Like he looked yeah. so different.
2: <laughs> or maybe it was months later and they just needed True. a little clip and
0: That's a good point. Did he
2: like did he look better? Was his hair better, better or yeah,
0: hair okay. was better, glasses were cool, like thicker frame glasses. Mm. Go back and go back and look. Well oh, don't well. go back and look. You're alone, you're lonely. Don't go back and look. But
2: believe me that <laughs> lavender is not gonna do it. It's not gonna do it
0: for <laughs> you. So then Benny shows up. And Lavender's like, hey, wow, nice shirt. (laughs) Benny did not get the plaid memo.
2: No. (laughs) But I love how he is truth to himself and he keeps rocking the Ethiopian outfits.
0: It was, Benny was a vibe. Like I liked, he had the shirt, the scarf. I loved it. I thought it was a great vibe. He's clearly not a fan of Lavender.
2: No. Who would be?
0: Absolutely. And, they sit down, they're talking. Lavender asks how the MMA fight went. And Benny is like, I ended it in 36 seconds. And Ari goes, yeah, he ended it the same way he ended you.
2: <laughs> and it's true. I didn't think of it. But we saw a throwback to the fight and he also choked Lavender.
0: Yeah. And this was the segue into Ari being able to bring up. So Benny practices with a girl at the gym and mm-hmm. he didn't tell me about that. And that's an issue. How could you have this conversation with a straight face, Ari, when you're literally hanging out with your ex-husband every chance you can get. You're that upset that he's grappling, practicing with a girl? You hang out with your ex-husband every chance you can get.
2: I think she's pissed that he didn't tell her.
0: I guess I'm going to go back to, well, if I don't think it's a big deal, then why would I Ooh, bring it up?
2: I don't think it's a big deal. But Lavender said, yeah, you have to you have to tell Ari what's going on. You know, I used to make that mistake. And <laughs> and I, look at us I, now.
0: We're better I, than ever. We're stronger than ever.
2: <laughs> you see, like, I hate that just just the situation that the ex is there to tell the new potential or future husband how to act. Like, that's, that was their relationship. And this is now. This is what Ari and Binnie have. There should that's, not yeah. be any overlaps like lavender should not tell me what to do that's so fucked up on so many levels
0: it's such a good point yeah maybe what works or doesn't yeah. work in your relationship well that's your relationship this exactly. is a new relationship
2: and let's not forget lavender's and now relationship ended so it clearly wasn't working.
0: Well, he's speaking from that experience and saying, well, maybe it wouldn't have ended if we mm. communicated better. So that's a tip for you. But every relationship is different. I'm Very sorry. True. I don't need to hear your advice, ex-husband. I don't even know why you're here at the table, let alone talking to me about this. So it was it was crazy. So then Ari tells Lavender, hey, you're visiting during the Ethiopian New Year. You should come celebrate. And he's like, yeah, if you want, you can come. But if you're if you're busy, don't but don't worry it? about it.
2: Like that's his thing. Why would Ari just invite Lavin? And again, for our own entertainment, I love that he's there. That's fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. I hated his response when he's like, "Her family is my family, so yes, I'd love to come." It's her family is no longer your family. I'm sorry. Don't go that far.
2: They can have a good relationship. I feel like some people, let's say, the relationship doesn't work, work out at the end, but they can still stay friends. Friends, the parents. Also. Don't call it,
0: don't call it family.
2: Okay, the only reason why I'm not that offended by this is because let's not forget that lavender is also an immigrant, so he probably does not have another family there, right? Yeah. So if he ended it with Ari. On good terms and he was fine with her family I feel like he still feels like that's his family
0: but Benny and Ari that's family so you're telling me Lavender is related to Benny now
2: no 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 I mean what is, like, is it
0: is it brother husbands
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant I almost feel like he might be the lost cousin that hangs out with the family and everyone likes him right lost and found
1: I
0: guess. I just thought you're overstepping things. He
2: doesn't have anyone else. So
0: say, oh, we're really close. But to be like, oh, that's my family. Well, then that means you're related to Benny. And that means you're saying you're still related to Ari, which is weird. I
1: think
2: he's saying that's my family. Like Janice is his mom.
0: I guess so. She's also
2: Benny's mom. How many kids does she have? That's what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) I thought it was a little presumptuous. It crossed a line. But he said it. And now it's the new day. Everyone's in the car. I found it so funny. Like at least Lavender wasn't riding shotgun. <laughs> Benny was at least in the front. But <laughs> the Lavender was in the back with Avi. So funny. They're all heading to the Ethiopian New Year's party.
2: I mean, let's see if they they might end up on a different show.
0: This could be on a different show. Mm-hmm. So I was a little confused. Benny goes, in, in my culture, we have 13 months in every year. And then we do five or six days of holy water. And I was like, okay, well, 13 months, that's interesting. But then five or six, that seems a little open-ended. Like, wouldn't you just have a certain set days of holy water? So I looked it up. Okay. The Ethiopian calendar consists of 13 months. Oh, wow. The first 12 months have 30 days each. And then the 13th month Mm -hmm. has five days in a common year, six days in a leap year. So I think that must be the holy water time because oh, he was saying five or yeah. six. But I guess if you add up that thirty days each plus another five days, that equals what we have here because we have some days with thirty, some days with thirty ones.
2: Yes, I, I was gonna say that, but it's so confusing. How? Do, well, like,
0: it's the same with us. What do you mean? That's actually more sensical. Every day is or every month is thirty days, and then a leap year. It's
2: confusing. Let's say now he's in the U.S. and he's gonna yeah. live and work here. He's yeah. gonna has to use our calendar. But he's so used to the Ethiopian calendar.
0: Yeah, it's like time changes.
2: I guess.
0: Right? How- it's six hours different over there. We're
2: I guess you have a like, Chinese New Year, we you have Jewish New Year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Okay. Okay. But it, it's a big celebration. I think Benny said it's in September. So yes. here is our timeline.
0: Yeah, and so everyone gets to the restaurant. Janice in her finest Ethiopian tracksuit.
2: Love it. I love that she supports the culture.
0: Does she though? Because let's talk about this. Well. They, and- they sit down and when the food comes out, it is a spread. What a spread. But it gets cold because they're too busy discussing Argentinian food. They're too busy discussing lavender's food.
2: Okay, okay. L- let's dive deep on this because I have a lot of thoughts. First of all, Janice was very excited about lavender and that's why <laughs> yeah. I think that They kept the good relationship and they are a family. They have this family bond, right? That's where my thoughts came from. To super disrespectful that all of a sudden it's all about lavender. Yes. This is not the Argentinian New Year.
0: Exactly. It's the Ethiopian
2: New Year, right? Exactly. And so I thought that was rude. But I think Janice likes Benny. She's trying. She's there to support, but she just got kind of blinded by lavender
0: i love janice she lost a couple points for me Today? in this episode mm. yes yeah, so there's, a, there's a couple points um this was one of them and then when she said oh lavender maybe you'll go pick out the bra that ari will wear I,
2: that was a little aggressive that, that was
0: two points that's three strikes but I think was
2: <laughs> big at the fact that he bought all the brass for her
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, I think that's that's good. They
2: get it. (laughs)
0: That's hilarious. So that's funny, actually. Okay, she's she's good in my book again. So they're eating, they're sitting there. And in Ethiopian culture, you do gusha. You feed each other as a sign of respect. And so they go around feeding each other. And Ari is like, Lavender, should I feed you? And at least Lavender said, no, Ari, you don't Mm -hmm. need to feed me. But... All right, oh, should I, you want me to put it on my body and you could eat it off me? <laughs> like, oh, I'll make you goosha Lavender. Oh, I'll make you goosha all over. But at least she didn't feed him. But Benny's like, you're my brother. Let me feed you.
2: And I thought it was beautiful because <laughs> Benny kind of, he doesn't like him, but he put all his negative thoughts aside and he did that. Do you think Benny's sisters would do that? What? I don't know. No.
0: This was as close as Benny could get to punching him in the face without (laughs) punching. He literally punched him in the mouth with a fistful of food. I don't think it was that much love.
2: No, but just him playing cool, saying that he could have said, I'm not feeding him. He has nothing to do here. I'm not, I don't want to have anything to do with him. He could have been an asshole. True.
0: But I don't think it was with that much love because even Lavender, he tells the camera, he goes, I don't know what. Benny was doing like he kind of felt that there was a little aggression mm. in that. He goes, "I don't know what Benny was doing. Maybe he's trying to eliminate the threat at all costs." And I go, "Wait, what, Lavender? Did you just call yourself a threat? Are you admitting oh. you're? A th- are you admitting you're a threat?"
2: I did not pick up on that. Oh
0: yeah, he goes, "Oh, is he trying to eliminate the threat at all costs?" Oh. Okay, you just showed your cards, Lavender. Wait
2: a minute. It's Lavender trying yes! to get back into the game? Of course. Why would you
0: deal with all of this if you weren't? Why would you be traveling to other countries and showing up at family dinners? Of course, you're still interested.
2: And if you thought that this was the worst thing, no. I think the worst thing comes when okay. Ari says that she wants lavender to go dress shopping with her and unbelievable he picked up her first wedding dress when they got married didn't she say it was like bright pink or lavender <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it actually made tanya's dress sound decent that black dress because it mm-hmm. looked it looked like a wedding dress at least yeah apparently this one was this hot pink low cut a party girl dress. I don't know, probably very reminiscent of what she wore to the fight. Just, I don't
2: <laughs> Maybe he picked it up for her too. Who knows?
0: Well, if Lavender's invited to the wedding, there might be another fight. So she'll be dressed appropriately. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I found it so crazy. And poor Bini's like, why don't you go with mom? I know. As, as, as girls do, right? Why don't you go with mom? And okay,
0: you're appalling enough to invite Lavender. Lavender, you don't have to say yes. Why would you even want to go watch your ex-wife try on dresses to marry someone else?
2: Because he has a good taste because he's done it before.
0: It's ridiculous. I would, <laughs> I would be so far from that activity if it was my ex-wife that you wouldn't even be able to find me.
2: I thought it was fucked up. And what was more fucked up was that Janice didn't say, it. I wish Janice said, oh, that's not a good idea. I'll go without it. And the sister yes. was, not you know, Kirsten.
0: Kristen. Yeah. Kristen. Kristen Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was appalling. The
2: but whole, at the, the whole same thing. time, selfishly, I do want to see lavender helping oh. the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: drinking champagne with the girls, picking out the dress. Absolutely mm-hmm. sign me up. I mm-hmm. want to see it. All right. That is Benny and Ari. I think we need to take a quick break. Okay. We'll come back. We get woo. I mean, this episode was <laughs> stacked. We have we have a lot more to talk about. We'll be back in a second. And we're back.
2: Hello, Jonathan.
0: Hello, Teresa. How are things (laughs) in the Czech Republic?
2: Good. I'm just drinking this delicious Czech wine.
0: I can't wait. It's so good.
2: I wish people knew about our Czech wine.
0: Let's Let's give a recommendation because that's great. Hot tip. Czech wine, if you can find it at your local liquor store, almost all of it is delicious.
2: Very, very delicious. It's the type of grapes they grow in the Czech Republic region. We have a small wine region. It's the Southeast. That's where I'm from.
0: South Moravia.
2: South Moravia. And basically what's beautiful about this place, besides it's very green and beautiful and old buildings and old castles, there are wineries on every corner of every town. I'm not even joking.
0: It's like a Starbucks here in America. You guys have wineries.
2: (laughs) Even more. Today, me and my parents went on this nice walk around this castle and I almost forgot because I was telling my parents, let you know, went to lunch and then they wanted to grab a coffee. I said, I want a glass of wine. I'm like, where can we go? And my dad goes like, literally anywhere. It's like These all are wineries and they also serve coffee. So we just walked to one. It looked beautiful. It was outdoors, green, great wine.
0: I can't wait. You love it. I'll be there shortly. Let them know. All right. Let's talk about Patrick and Thais. They're having some breakfast, 48 days to wed, and things haven't been the best between them. There's been a lot of arguments and tension as we saw last episode.
2: Yes, that's for sure. And um, let me ask you this. What do you think of the relationship? Like, is there love? What do you think?
0: There's definitely lust. They like banging each other. I haven't seen anything yet that makes me think there's love. And here's here's one thing, at least from Thais' side, that makes me question the love. Mm-hmm. She hasn't told her dad.
2: Oh, yeah. And that's the biggest issue.
0: She hasn't told her dad the the real reason why she's there. And it's corny. It's cliche. But we all say it. When it comes to love, you'll do anything for love. And telling the truth, telling your dad the truth of why you're there, that's like a little thing to do in the name of love.
2: And also, it's not like she's a child bright. She's in her 20s. If she wants to marry someone and she's happy, she shouldn't be afraid to tell her dad.
0: Exactly. At some point, you have to choose your husband over your dad. And the time is mm-hmm. now.
2: But Patrick thinks that yeah, we've been arguing a lot. Hmm, how can we fix it? Let's go to Vegas.
0: <laughs> Vegas, baby.
2: <laughs> I mean, Vegas is always a good idea. I'm yeah. not going to lie.
0: Love Vegas. It's a great place to escape to and, and forget your troubles. It's a little more than a vacation, though, because maybe we mentioned it. Or maybe he's mentioned it. He's from Vegas, or he lived in Vegas for... He
2: lived s- in Vegas for years. years.
0: Yeah, he's from Boston, right? They lived in Vegas for several years. So, he's got family there that Thais will meet when they go.
2: Yes, his brother Matthew and his husband yes. Carlos.
0: Yes, so they never left, or Matthew never left when Patrick did. But Patrick took off. Things got tough in Vegas. He says that's when... His mom really got into drugs.-hmm So I think it was too much for him. He, he wanted to get out of that environment, so he left. Matthew stayed.
2: And he said, he was as close with Matthew as he's with John. And yeah. so he's hoping that Thais could hopefully like at least one of the brothers.
0: Do we know if there's a different dad involved? Because Matthew and Patrick kind of look alike, but they all like Matt. Between Matthew, Patrick, and John, they all look kind of different. They talk differently.
2: I think John has a different parent for sure. I think one of our friends, Missy. Hello, Missy. Oh, what's Told up, Missy? us that he showed us some articles. But yeah, that's a good question. Who knows? Right? Who knows? So.
0: Either way, they get to Vegas, shout out to Abel Baker Brewing, and they go there to meet up with Matthew and Carlos.
2: They love breweries. Like if you're in Vegas, go to a casino. No. So
0: we go to Vegas a lot. You know that we have some family in Vegas. I tried to find out where this brewery was because it looked mm-hmm. cool. It's far off the strip, but it's in, I think it's in what's called the Arts District. Did you know Vegas has an Arts District? No. So it's in the Arts District and there's... I looked on Google Maps at Abel Baker. And if you're there, you can throw a stone and hit 10 other breweries. So it's like this is oh, wow. a bre- brewery district, which seems kind of cool. Maybe we'll so go next time. I'm definitely down to check it out.
2: Remember who also used to go to a brewery on the show?
0: Well, <laughs> besides Cara and Guillermo?
2: Dirty Depp. She did a few scenes when she was on The Single Life.
0: She went to a brewery? She
2: went to a bunch of breweries with her friends. Ah, oh,
0: all right. Double D's. Dirty mm-hmm, Deb.
2: Mm-hmm. Good for Maybe her. it was the same neighborhood. Maybe that's a thing. We should definitely go when we go.
0: We'll do it. All right. <laughs> so they're sitting they're talking. Matthew asks Thais how things have been in the States and how her family feels about her being in the States.
2: I don't think Matthew looked that excited about Thais. Uh, you know that sometimes like you people... Can't say one thing, but the way they look at things, sometimes it's really hard to fake your facial expressions. Yeah, Matthew did not seem very excited, but like Carlos seemed way more excited about the situation. I thought,
0: and maybe this is why I thought he was excited compared to John. I feel like he was he was welcoming. He was warm and welcoming.
2: Well, his his words. I think yeah. John was a little friendlier. Until he was
0: was (laughs) wasted. Yeah, he was like, I feel like he was harassing Thais in the kitchen. I don't know. To me, Matthew seemed more warm and welcoming, but you could be right. Maybe I wasn't picking up on the body language.
2: And body language is so important.
0: Yeah, it it says more than words do a lot of the time. All right, interesting. Interesting. I'll have to keep an eye on that. But they start talking about Thais and her dad. And Thais is like, well, my father, you know, he's a little jealous of you, Patrick. And Thais goes, he doesn't know we're going to get married.
2: Dun, dun, dun. Patrick is like, shocked.
0: Say what? And Thias is like, yeah, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't know. There's this awkward silence. And Thais is like, I didn't, I didn't intend to say that, but these Abel Baker brewing IPAs are extra strong.
2: <laughs> I don't think she's the one drinking the IPAs. Remember, she does not like Oh, beer. yeah.
0: Oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Why are we bringing people to breweries? I will fight this to the end. Karen Guillermo did it and her their friends were drinking vodka sodas or whatever. Stop bringing people to breweries if they don't like beer. Unless it's the coolest brewery, it's got a great space to hang out and they serve other things.
2: That's. My, I was just going to say, if they serve other things, it's okay.
0: I, I wouldn't want to go to a brewery that served other things. If you can't rely on your beer to make your customers happy, I don't want to be drinking your beer.
2: No, but you also have to think of the market. Imagine, I think it would be fucked up if you and I, did. we didn't drink beer, we went to a brewery and ordered two vodka sodas, right? That's fucked up because it's like, why did we go to a brewery? But I feel like imagine you go with a group of friends. It's 10 of you and nine of you love beer and that one person doesn't. They wouldn't go. But if there is a brewery that serves something else, they have one type of wine, one type of vodka, something. That's great. They have something else to drink. I I think it's smart.
0: I'm not thinking from the business side.
2: It's a smart business model, John. All right.
0: All right. (laughs) So Patrick, he's obviously shocked. He had no idea. And it's true. Now he wonders what else could she be hiding? If she's been keeping this a secret, what else?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think she's hiding anything else, but I also think that this whole thing is silly. Which part? Just the fact that she doesn't want to tell her dad. And, well, yes. she, is, she is hiding one more thing. She's hiding the real reason. Because she, that's very true. Real well, reason that's that kind of one of the same. Like Patrick. Oh,
0: yeah. right. Well, it's one of the same. It's the all. It all revolves around... Her not telling. But yes, and I was going to talk about it later, but let's just talk about it now. There is no reason for her to be keeping this a secret from dad. You are a grown-up. Now you're in the States, right? Because let's just, I guess, get to the part where it's the next day. We see this hotel room. It's a very nice hotel room, Mm -hmm. right? And they're arguing about, whether or not Thais will tell her dad and they FaceTime and Patrick's go, like, well, I don't want to want to be here. We're not going to tell him. So he leaves. And my only thought is why not just tell your dad you're already in the States. There's nothing he can do to keep you from mm-hmm. coming to the States. You're a grown adult. He's, he shouldn't have any control over what you can or can't do. Yes. So what, what is your hesitation at this point?
2: I was going to add one thing to the a nice hotel. It's not on the Strip.
0: Oh, no? Oh, because th- they, yeah, they go out the She window. walks around.
2: She walks around. It's not on the Strip. It actually seems far away from the Strip. And yeah. it almost seems like one of those timeshares in a way that they had the kitchen and the whole thing that people share. Yeah. In an apartment in a complex. So it's almost like an Airbnb. It did look very nice.
0: Vegas hotels are so expensive.
2: whoa. whoa, whoa. The hotels are not expensive. The, what is it? The hotel or the tourism it's tax? It's the
0: resort tax or the state. Resort there's all tax. these, there's all these taxes at it. So you see a hotel for 150. When you go to check out, it's 400.
2: Yes, a night. And Nashville does that too. M- many other cities do that. But yes, that's, we stayed at the Hooters. And I was like. <laughs> How cool
0: was, is my wife that she wanted to stay at the Hooters hotel?
2: I fucking love the Wings. So we stayed at the Hooters, <laughs> right? except
0: the except the room service. I think we've told this story in the podcast before. The room service because we ordered room service almost every meal because you're staying at Hooters. Why not? <laughs> knock, knock, knock on the door. It's not some pretty lady in short orange spandex and a tank top. It's your regular room service guy.
2: Yeah, and it was always the same dude. <laughs> it's,
0: honestly, it, it could be. And it's, it's sad to say, it could be a safety thing. Like if you sent a Hooters That's waitress to a to a creepy guy's hotel room. That's that might be true. that might be her last shift.
2: Well, I was okay with it. The food was good. But yeah, I think the hotel because it's at the beginning of the strip. It's literally next to the airport, right? It was like $75 a night. I was like, yes, you know, it ended up being like $250 a night with all the taxes. Yeah. It was ridiculous.
0: Which was still cheaper than most of the other hotels. That's
2: why we stayed there.
0: Yeah, well, and the Hooters. But <laughs> She FaceTimes her dad and she tells the camera, it's just easier if I don't tell him what's happening and I explain it later and I'll ask for forgiveness. And I, I do subscribe to the idea. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission, right? Like really, just for certain things. Like I also feel like I've told this story on the pod, but when I was younger, we went on vacation and my dad said, John, let's play some music on the corner. Like, let's open up your guitar case and let's just play some music on the corner. He'll play sax. I'll play guitar. That's
2: child abuse. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: so yeah, labor laws. Yes. Um, but me being like the little like, nervous, cautious kid, I looked it up and you need a permit to play mm-hmm. to be a street performer. And my dad's like, it's easier to ask or it's harder to ask for permission or it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission or whatever the saying is, right? And I was like, that's true. Like, just do it. And if you get in trouble, say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. So I, I like that idea in cer- certain circumstances. But you don't need to ask your dad for permission to marry a man when you're 20, 30, however old you are, that's right? very
2: true. Right? That's so very true. what is
0: this whole permission forgiveness thing? You don't need your dad's permission to marry Patrick. Very Very true.
2: It's, yeah, it's she, 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 needs, she needs to tell him and her dad needs to get his ass out of his head and just be happy for her. If that's what she wants to do, just be happy for her kid.
0: And the thing is, we learn, or this is what I'm kind of reading between the lines. Her dad doesn't have anything against Patrick in particular. Her dad just doesn't like Americans or her dad doesn't yes. like American men.
2: And I feel like, again, that's a, that's kind of a stereotype for... Not just Argentina. I think a lot of countries. Maybe when it comes to the parents, but I feel like the parents sometimes forget that girls can get obsessed with the idea, right? I'm of not what? saying that of dating an American, going to Ooh, America. Hello. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying that Thais <laughs> was that way, right? She wasn't fishing American guys. They no, met they met in Argentina. It, exactly. So no, that's not her it's case. Not, Arge-
0: you're not Argentina. Now you're mixing up.
2: Uh, Damn it, lavender. lavender yeah yeah brazil right yeah,
0: she's from brazil yeah
2: yeah i'm sorry guys brazil um yeah but i don't that wasn't her it wasn't me either right uh, because i came here to no snow pair like i wasn't right. trying to fish but there are a lot of girls who are fishing and trying to find american guys and then there are the parents who are like oh, they're just trying to steal our dollars it's like mm, not really not yeah. really parents
0: and she's not helping her case by keeping it a secret.
2: Yes. No, just tell just tell your freaking dad. At the end of the day, you are a grown up, live your life. And I personally, I would tell my parents, if there is something that I know they're not going to like, I would still tell them instead of keeping a secret.
0: Yeah, the longer you keep it a secret, the worse it gets. And... I kind of thought it was, well, she's not sure if she wants to marry him. And so it's easier just to come back. You don't have to come back with your tail between your legs if you never said you were coming to get married. But then we get this next scene where they're in the car and Thais has these directions in her GPS. It's a secret. She hasn't told Patrick where they're going. She's like, I want to surprise you. I know we got in a fight. I want to make up for it. So I'm going to surprise you. And surprise she takes them to a wedding chapel
2: okay i have a lot of thoughts what the fuck
3: (laughs) just just to put a button on
0: my thought by saying oh maybe she's not that into him and doesn't want to get married and that's why she's not saying that to her dad well then she ends up bringing him to a Wedding chaplain, I I kind of believe that she wanted to do it and get married right then and there. Oh,
2: oh I think she wants to marry him. I think she's into him, actually. I, I think there is something going on. They have a lot of issues that need to, they need to talk about and figure out. But I never thought that she wasn't into him or anything. But what is this move? It's almost like, and again, I don't want to reference this because you don't watch Friends, right? Yeah. But there was this scene where Chandler didn't, never been in a long-term relationship and finally dated Monica and they got into a fight and he didn't know what to do. So he proposed to her. And Monica goes like, no, you don't do that. We fight. Like this is a grown-up relationship, right? (laughs) And so that reminded me of what Thais did. They had this argument that she doesn't want to tell dad. And what she does, she plans a quick impromptu wedding so they can tell the dad afterwards. Ugh. Right, I don't Which, think she wanted to get married like that. And the fact that she said, "Yeah, like wedding in Vegas is fancy," uh, there can be <laughs> no, there can be a fancy yeah. wedding in Las Vegas if you plan it like a nice place. These chapels are not fancy; they're fun. They're yeah. classic Vegas, and I loved what uh, Joey and Yara did, but they planned it together, right? Uh, that they wasn't fancy. To do that.
0: Come on, that Better wasn't no. fancy.
2: I didn't say fancy; I said typical Las Vegas. Yeah. Right? That it's a thing. I get it. It's a thing. And if you want to have a fun wedding with Elvis, do it because they're trying to ban them. Oh, but, really? Mm-hmm. They're saying like some people who protect the rights of Elvis Presley are saying this is...
0: F- oh, 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 just the Elvis
3: wedding. Yeah, so yeah, I thought yeah, you meant like the, the Al- quick no, no, Vegas no, weddings.
2: No, the Elvis. But what Thais did, it wasn't fancy. It was crazy. Well, and Thais is saying...
0: If we get married, I think my dad will see that Patrick's the man that really wanted to marry me. Not if you do it like this. If you do it like this, it it I feel like it hurts the perception of your union. I think your dad would be like, oh, really? This thing's a joke. Like this doesn't look like he really wants to marry you at all. This looks like he doesn't care about you or value you. This is a trashy wedding, not a quality wedding.
2: Unless you plan it like... Yara Joe and, Joby, and Yara. right? <laughs> yeah. Because they wanted to. They planned the whole thing. They flew people to Vegas. She got the dress. She wanted to be married by Elvis, and I loved it because it was planned. They wanted to do this wild, crazy thing, right? What? And there
0: was a reason. And there was a reason. I think it was. Oh, my family can't be here, yes. Yes. so let's just do a small thing that no one's going to attend. Yes,
2: but I get it. Like, yes, it's classic Vegas. You go to Vegas, you get married, right? But they were ready. They planned it. They had a hotel rooms. They had a dress. Yes. They had it all. Right. It was nice pool. Like she was wearing jeans and a shirt and she's like, let's get married.
0: It was almost a bala level prank.
2: And they were sober. That's the worst thing about it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they would have gotten drunk, I'm sure, before they got to the altar. But <laughs> Patrick puts the kibosh on it. He says no. Although there was this moment, if you look closely, I think he was contemplating it. Like he was like, should I, should I do it? But he eventually no, just says no.
2: no. I think he was processing how fucked up this was. That's
0: true. It was a complete surprise. He I think he was, was blindsided. Like, wait a
2: minute. No, he's like, I don't have my family here. Or, not even, I don't buy, I don't, there's no John. Yeah. He's not planned and he wants a nice wedding. And that's why I believe that the relationship is real because he doesn't just want to marry her. She does Yeah.
0: No, I think, he, I think he's into her. I just feel like, wh- why aren't you telling your family what you're really doing, Thais, yeah. if you actually love this man?
2: Again, she is into him. I believe that. But I think she pulled Chandler and was just trying to make up for one thing by doing something absolutely ridiculous and then use it as fixing that thing, a.k.a. telling the dad, like, oh, we mm. are married.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I think you might be right.
2: App, all yeah. right. <laughs> Let's talk
0: about my favorite couple.
2: You will get it done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So 73 days to wed. We're taking our time with this couple.
2: Even Mohammed for you guys oh, yes. who don't know. <laughs> I, I think you
0: said it all. Uh, yeah, they're at the gym. Things have been a little tense, so they want to release some stress. They're not flying to Vegas to release stress like <laughs> Patrick and Thais. I, I think Muhammad's head would explode. So they're just going to the gym. And, and it, go it, ahead.
2: Okay, uh, what are you going to talk about the outfit talk?
0: It frustrated. It, we, we almost broke both of our TVs this episode. <laughs> yes, we have two TVs, not bragging. But when she takes her jacket off to show she's wearing a tank top and she goes... Am I allowed to wear this shirt? Muhammad, stop it. Because if you cared, if you actually cared, you would have asked at home before you drove to the gym where you can't change your clothes. You would have asked at home.
2: Yes, but at the same time, how come that's okay, but if she wore it out to the bar, it wouldn't be? Uh, or would it?
0: I don't I don't know. I'm not an expert in Islam, but to me, no, no, no,
2: it's a no. Yes, Islam, but this is Muhammad. I feel like he kind of picks and chooses what goes and what doesn't.
0: Well, I think this makes sense to him. When he works out, he wears something that's more conducive to working out. I also think there's intent. I always think everything goes back to intent. And your intent is right now, I'm just working out I'm trying to get a good workout in. I'm not going to a bar where it's a sexually charged atmosphere with alcohol, right? I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong because Muhammad does say her outfit was too revealing. I, w- I don't like what she's wearing, but I don't need to fight with her today. I'm trying to understand her culture. He literally says, I'm trying to understand her culture. Mm-hmm. So so all the points to Muhammad, all the points go to Muhammad for this one.
2: I guess, I guess. What
0: I guess. do you mean you guess? What is he doing? Tell me what he's done wrong in, so no, far no, no, in this episode. No, no,
2: no, He didn't do anything wrong, but it didn't bother me that you've asked if the outfit's okay. It
0: bothered me because... She didn't care. She was asking it in a, not a tongue in cheek way, but almost a a fuck you way. Because again, why did you ask at home when you put it on? Why did you mm-hmm. wait to get into a public place and then ask when it's too late? I'm already showing off my arms, but I'm going to ask you now. If you actually cared, if you put on, Teresa, if you put on an outfit that you thought was a little bit revealing, you would ask before we left the front door. You wouldn't wait till we got to the bar and go, is this are these shorts too short? Is this top too short? Like you would ask me before we left if you actually cared about my opinion.
2: I mean, I definitely would. Yes, I would. Ah, right. oh, sometimes you make you make these little <laughs> things more sensible,
0: right? If she yes. cares, she'd ask before. She doesn't uh, care. Yeah, I would. I would. If it's I. A, if it's I a big you. I
2: would. Oh you would just tell me.
0: <sighs> well, well
2: this. Yeah. Oh, wait. She was wearing a hoodie. That's right. She, she was she wearing like, a sweatshirt it. over it. Yeah, she yeah, unzipped yeah. it, and she's like, "Is this okay to wear?"
0: come on. Uh So I have a fitness app. I have a workout app, but I need this workout app. I need the Muhammad workout app. The push, push, take (laughs) your stress away. Like give me that. I'll be at the gym 12 hours a day. It is so calming. It is so good. It's, it's meditative.
2: I would love for him to be, for his voice to be my GPS. Oh. But you would, like, would have to tell me way in advance because he's so slow that but I would not such... want to miss the turns.
0: Teresa, it is such a good, it is right. such a good, you will
1: take a <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, yes, I will. <laughs> tell, <laughs> you tell me where we're going. I am following your lead. You are in control, Muhammad.
2: I would love it. Would...
0: You know, Jesus take the wheel. Muhammad take the wheel.
2: I would love it. He's you, like, you want a coffee you take the next exit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. It's so good.
2: It's so let's good. Make,
0: let's make that happen. But
2: if you stay in the U.S. and you have nothing to do for a living, contact Apple. Oh no, uh, Siri. Google, Google, Siri, who? <gasps> Siri, imagine Siri or Alexa with Mohammed's voice.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it would just be like Mohammed play Earth, Wind, and Fire, and he would be like. I will get it done. <laughs> and then he would just play. Wouldn't yes. that be beautiful?
0: Uh, that's all I'm going to be thinking about today. <laughs> Thank you. So they get on the treadmill and Muhammad he tries to explain interval training to her, but she's not having it. He's like, first it's really good if like we run really fast and then like in short bursts. And she's like, we're just going to walk today. Okay. We're just going to walk.
2: <laughs> well, they wanted to chat. You can run and chat.
0: Let's have this conversation at the gym. Forget how much arm I'm showing. Let's just spill our dirty laundry. Let's just air everything out at the gym.
2: Well, that was the setting, but I thought that Eve works out, but I guess she does the Pilates and the yogas. Yeah, That's how she keeps herself in shape. And I think Muhammad hits the gym.
0: Yeah. She's, yeah, she she's like ripped. Yeah.
2: yeah no, 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 but she, she looks good. And, I thought she definitely works out. But I don't think she's the gym kind of person, which I'm not either. I do this like, circular trainings, right? When yeah,
1: circuit training,
2: yeah. And they tell you what to do. Yeah. Because for the same reason, I am not. I don't know what to do with the machines. But I realized at first I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. You know, they can both do it. But Eve had no idea what's going on.
0: No, no. But they weren't there to work out. They were there to talk. They were there to work out their issues. <laughs> Which they That's didn't
2: so good work, work That's out. So good.
0: <laughs> she she brings up how she always wanted another baby, which I don't think I knew that.
2: I think this whole thing. You, is you awesome.
0: got Muhammad. Yeah. You you just got another baby. Do you really need another? Like,
2: but with Muhammad, he's like, my child. You can't get him confused about religion.
0: This is this is where yes, I'll I'll start to take points away from Muhammad. Because I like what he said as far as I want to expose him to my religion. I want to expose him to my culture. Of course, I think that's common among parents. And he says, when they become an adult, they can choose. So I'm like, yep, that all makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do. But he was very quick to shut down any exposure to Eve's
3: side of things.
2: Yes, because Eve... Uh, what did he say? He said something. Oh yeah, he said Eve grew up with so much freedom. <laughs> A little too much freedom. A little too
0: much freedom over there.
2: What does that even mean?
0: Well, he she was dancing with wolves. Yes, dan- he, she was dancing with wolves. Um, but no, it was that I think if if she's too involved, the child will be raised. Growing up drinking alcohol, dating, and that that wouldn't be mm. ideal in in Muhammad's eyes, and and that's where I have an issue because it's like I'm totally on board. You should expose your child to your culture, but Eve should also expose the child to her culture.
2: And I'll tell you what, and I hope no kids are listening, but I think you if you get exposed to alcohol and dating, you should because you're gonna learn that. You know, what you drink, what you can, you're going to get the first hangover, you're going to feel like shit. And then when you go off to college, you're not going to go nuts and die off of alcohol poisoning because you tried it before.
0: And kids are going to be kids and whether you raise them with zero alcohol in the house or an open bar, they're going to hang out with people, they're (laughs) going to get introduced to it the tighter grip you have on them, the the more they're going to want to rebel against it.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So
0: yes, I hear what you're saying, Mohammed. but it wouldn't be the worst to also have Eve's influence on the child as well.
2: And again, if you want to co-parent, you both have to be involved. It's like if I told you, when we have kids, it's just going to be the Czech way. There's not going to be nothing about your culture. We're not going to speak English. Everything's going to be Czech because you grew up, too free, too much freedom, too yeah. much freedom.
0: Yeah, there would be no relationship. It would just
2: be crazy. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just love that again, this whole conversation was taking place on a treadmill. Like there are times at the gym where I pause my music because I'm like, wait, what's happening? My music, <laughs> the the big booty mix would be completely paused for this entire conversation because I would be listening in on what on what was happening on these treadmills. It was unbelievable that this was happening in public.
2: You would put more miles. You would put more miles on. Oh,
0: I wouldn't quit working out until the conversation <laughs> was over, and then I'd probably follow them home and be like, "I need a resolution. I am so invested in this right now. What's going to happen?" <laughs> Tune into 90 Day uh, Fiance. All right, I didn't realize we had kind of two more couples. Let's do Jabri and Miona.
3: Right. It's a family of
0: it's a family affair. Brian Mahalo, Grandma Shane. Henry. It was an intervention, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So before. Jabri and Miona walk into their intervention. Mahala's filling Grandma Shane in on the fact that we spoke to Jabri about our concerns, haven't talked to Miona about it, so that's the plan for the evening, okay? Not sure how she's going to react, so just prepare for anything, basically. She might throw <laughs> her sunglasses, she might throw a shoe, she might rip off an eyelash and, and use it as a weapon. We don't know what's going to happen, so prepare for anything, Shane.
2: Well, they eating dinner because Jabri and Miona come, Right. It's edible because Brian cooked it.
0: Oh, that looked worse (laughs) than that frozen chicken alfredo. That looked like the most bland burger I've ever seen.
2: I'm sure it was better than the chicken alfredo, but... Possibly. Everyone loved it. Great, great, great. And (laughs) there was this like couple of seconds of awkward silence. Oh,
0: Mahalo just hemming it. She's like,
2: like...
0: It was like double dutch. She couldn't figure out where to get in and spew her opinion.
2: But she broke the silence with this. Okay, so I can't pretend that things are okay. Um we have some concerns about you getting married. Okay, yeah. Mahala. That was okay. that was straight to the point.
0: It gets worse. Here comes the bus, Mahala's about to throw Jabri right under it because she goes, Jabri, I don't understand why you're continuing to go along with something you've told me you have a lot of concerns about.
2: Oh, mahala.
0: Uh, so zero doctor patient confidentiality right here. It's the,
2: yeah. It's, well, he's her son. I don't think he paid oh, her. But so she, she, is she is acting. A, she is acting
0: as a therapist. She's not mom in this moment. This whole entire dinner, she's not mom. She's a therapist.
2: Well, that's who she is. So I feel like it's 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 difficult to separate those two things, right? My, when it comes da- to issues.
0: My dad is a psychologist. You guys know this. I've never had a dinner like this, where I felt like I was in in a session. the The word she uses, the way she approaches things, she is being a therapist. She's not being a mom.
2: Well, your you, your dad was being a therapist when he met me.
0: Maybe on you,
3: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> he was being a curious person. I don't think he was being a therapist. Okay, let's. I mean, let's get to it because Jabri starts speaking, and he goes. My thing is, if the marriage is stressful, which it is, wait, wait, is, we're not even married yet. And I go, wait a minute, Jabri, because there's married. been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of talk oh, on yeah. social media. Our friends have messaged us and we haven't said anything about it yet because we only react to what's on TV. But there's been a lot of talk that they're already married. And did Jabri just out himself when he said,
2: I think he did. if the I marriage think is
0: stressful, which we're not even married. Yeah,
2: <laughs> good <laughs> save, Jabri. Good I save, Jabri. I it to you, but I think, well, this is what I think. I think they got, and again, we don't know. We heard some rumors. I think they got married in Serbia. Yeah, but they need to still make it official in the U.S., and that's why that's what they're doing.
0: That would make sense mm-hmm. to me. So Jabri does that. He says that, and Beyonce's like, "I think you're minimizing the situation because not many people go through the ninety day situation. You should give us." some credit I'm team Miona it's
2: she's very well spoken when it comes to all these issues and she's very calm and I really yes. appreciate it because I think imagine I don't know Anfisa Larissa all these yeah ladies, would
0: even, Yara, even Yara even Yara
2: they would lose their shit
0: yeah and
2: she keeps it th- cool she keeps I thought her
0: cool. I I thought I was gonna hate Miona for a whole lot of reasons, mm-hmm. when we saw the tease of her coming on this season, so far from what we see on TV, she's, she's as you say, keeping her cool, level-headed, makes mm-hmm. sense. So I can't hate her.
2: Yeah. And she said, I gave up a lot to come here and yes. be with the gibberish. And it's, so, it's, it's true. She did give up a lot. Her she job, came, yeah, family.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And so Mahala goes, what would happen to you guys if you don't get married? And she goes, Miona said in the park that she'd leave my ass.
2: (laughs) And I love that Miona didn't try to like fix it, didn't try to like make it sound better. She's like, yeah.
0: Well, Brian jumped in first and said, well, it's confusing to me. On one hand, you say your love is real, but if the wedding doesn't happen, you'll leave him. Well, that doesn't seem like commitment. And that's where Miona's like, well, yeah, because then he's not committing to me. Mm hmm which I'm like that's true like this is a 90-day visa you got the whole idea is you get married if you're not going to get married then yeah there's zero commitment and why why should you be committed to a man who's not committed to you
2: and Jibri kind of Mahala makes Jibri say that Muna's pressuring him
0: right and Muna's like do I pressure
2: you and Jibri's like yes you talk about your beach wedding.
0: <laughs> beach
3: wedding. Beach
2: wedding. And it's so very stressful. And I love what Liana said, because she said, she was basically pissed saying that he talks about their problem with everyone else first before he comes to her. Yeah. And that the wedding, it's nobody's problem but theirs. Like, it's up to them. If All the parents are he, too involved in this yes, season. yes. <laughs> if it's the beach wedding, if it's the bratty wedding, it should be the two of them. It right? should
0: be their wedding. Yes. Yeah. Thais and her dad, Emily and her parents, oh Ari and her parents. There's so many parents are too involved in this. And we, and we love parental support. We're, we're team parents. We love mm-hmm. the parents. But we're talking about adults here. Let them make their decisions, let them make their own failures.
2: But if the kids are morons, I mean, you have to step in. But
0: that's what makes the show great is the kids I mean, being morons. <laughs> so, so Miona's like, oh, so do you think I'm pressuring you to get married? And he's like, yeah, I think you are pressuring me. You're, you're a little me-centric. You're, you're an entitled millennial. And here's where, <laughs> where Mah- here's where Mahala goes, full therapist. Mm-hmm, She's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop you right there. I I want to encourage you. To speak your truth, Jabri, I want to encourage you, but I won't sit here while you're calling her names. I'm like, that is not a mom talking. That's a therapist. My mom would be like, Jonathan, like, don't say that. Like, she's like, I want to encourage you to speak (laughs) your feelings.
2: Shut shut up.
0: Be a mom. Be a mom.
2: I think she's trying to be both because honestly, I think Jabri does need both.
0: Okay, but there's a time and a place and you shouldn't conflate the two. Be a mom. And then if he needs to be in therapy, he should be in therapy, but you shouldn't be in therapy with your parent.
2: I guess.
0: You should never, you should never, you're, no, there needs to be a separation. Be a so mom. I,
2: I cannot spill my beans to your dad.
0: You can't, but he should react as a father and he can use his training as a therapist, I guess, but he should treat you like a daughter-in-law. He shouldn't treat you like a patient.
2: Hmm. What if I paid him?
0: How much? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get a finder's fee?
2: No, I would get him a bag of nectarines because that's he what he love,
0: loves. He would love that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's mm-hmm. let's let's round this thing out with sadness this segment.
3: Yeah,
2: this was sad. I feel <sighs> sad. But I have to say, I like Kara more and more every episode because she is crazy, but she is reasonable. Like She's she, at least
0: being real. I felt like she was being yeah. authentic here.
2: Yes, and I think she, out of all these freaking people in their 20s, late 20s, she's the only one who kind of has a little bit, more, like a bigger sense of reality.
0: A little bit. The balloon going all in on a balloon business. But I don't know how realistic your,
2: She lives on her own. Yeah.
0: I mean, she's got 94 jobs.
2: Yeah, but that's fine. You hustle, but you hustle and you get rewarded. You can get your own place. You can, now she's taking care of Guillermo. Emily, she has a no. part-time job. And a not, kid. Not, I can't get it, but...
0: I'm not knocking the hustle. I'm just rebutting your saying she lives in reality. If you think you're going to make it big off your singing or your balloons, that's not reality. It's a dream, but dreams aren't reality. I'm not saying don't chase your dreams, but that's not reality. Don't
2: shit on the balloons. Okay. Oh. But she, she is getting her house selling license.
0: A real a real estate yeah. license. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank Here you. we go. They're at home. Karen Guillermo at home. And we learned the night before Guillermo got a call from his family saying his brother, Jose Joaquin, was in the hospital with renal failure.
2: Was it the guy? Because we saw he has two brothers yeah. who live in the DR. Yes. And there was always one blurred out on the photos. And I think Ooh. it was this guy. I-
0: that would make sense because he can't give permission to show the mm-hmm. photo. But now we're seeing him.
2: Yeah, because he passed away.
0: I know, but he's... He's been passed away the entire season. It's just we're just finding out now, episode 11. But
2: they're shooting it in real time, I would hope.
0: I know, but they're editing those photos in later. Like they edited those photos in a couple months ago. He probably passed away a year ago.
2: I guess, but I think that he was, the blurred, he was the blurred brother.
0: Mm. So anyway, we find this out. We learn he's been going through dialysis for a while, but last night things took a turn for the worse and they didn't think he was going to make it, right? But he
2: made it, yes, but he's in, he was in a hospital. Uh,
0: okay, well, a little sense of false hope here because I was like, great, happy ending, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. And he makes this, Guillermo makes this very poignant statement that I'm sure you'll agree with, Teresa, because he says, this, this is one of the worst things about being an immigrant
3: mm-hmm.
0: because everything is so beautiful until something happens to your family.
2: It's so true. And this is like a silly thing to say, but I have a certain amount of money in my bank account that's been sitting there for years. And then, you know, basically I add to it and stuff, but those are money for my emergency if something happened back home. So I can jump on the $3,000 flight that leaves next day because I, I don't have time to wait. And it's crazy, yeah. but I do have this emergency fund for things like this.
0: Yeah, and you had that before you met me. Yes. Obviously, we would figure things out now. But yeah, it's something you don't think about. When he said that, I was like, wow, that's incredibly poignant. And not to get too personal, but you've talked about it. I mean, your dad had kidney failure and he was on dialysis. And so it hit home even more so hearing this.
2: Yes, and I was stressed for the past three years over everything. I was. When you have a disease like this, you, you know, you do dialysis and it's bearable. You have this hope, you get your kidney one day. But yes, shit, shit can hit the fan, right? Yeah. And your immunity system is so weak that my dad was literally in a hospital every month with pneumonia, with something else. That right. he, he broke his leg. It was always something. And it was at the end all related to the kidney failure. So it did hit home for me too. And it was very sad. And I felt so bad for him being a foreigner, not being able to go because he just got there. They have to wait for the visa. Like right. I felt so bad for him.
0: Right. That's the thing, right? Because he's on his K-1. You can't travel on it. I want, there's got to be exceptions. I don't know. I didn't look into this. There's got to be exceptions for now, are, that,
2: you, now that his are. brother's
0: passed. I'm so sure there you are. Can,
2: you can file, it's called... Um, forgot the term, but basically you can file for something and they give you, I don't know, like a document you travel with and they would say, hey, something happened. He's allowed to come, leave and come back.
0: That obviously takes time. Guillermo didn't have. Fast.
2: You can do it fast.
0: Well, this happened overnight. So we sure. thought, I thought we were going to have this happy ending.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was in the hospital. He was going to get discharged. No.
2: Advanced parole. That's what it's called.
0: Advanced Pearl. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't the case. We get this incredibly sad moment where we find out the next day Guillermo had gotten a call saying his brother passed away.
2: At 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. He was young, right?
0: Yeah, he seemed young. I, I don't want to put Maybe an age on it because I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. When he's 30.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, but Guillermo's clearly in shock. And what I'll say about Guillermo Kara is, yes, I think she was being authentic in her emotions and I think she was sad. All that aside, what made me happy is that Kara knew Guillermo's brother. Mm -hmm. So they could sit there and they could talk and honor his brother because... She knew him. She had a relationship with him. There are so many 90 dayers who barely know their fiance, let alone their fiance's family. And so if this had happened, it'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I wish I got to meet him. Right. Like Kara could at least be like, oh, yeah, he never wore a shirt. He was a joker. He was a great guy. And
2: it's not even like, oh, yeah, I knew your brother, but yeah, no. They had a nice relationship. Apparently he loved her. He was a big supporter of Guillermo getting married to Cara because he thought it was good for him.
0: Yeah. Yep. So incredibly sad segment, but I I was coming around to Cara in that moment.
2: That's what I'm saying. She did something on the, I'm not sure if it was last episode, but the one with the wedding venues when Guillermo was going on and on about having a big wedding and he didn't understand the money. She said, you know what? Let's schedule it. And I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. And someone else is going to explain it to you, right? With a calm voice. And I yeah. thought it was pretty mature.
0: I didn't love that because she showed him something that was so out of budget. She could have showed him something that was a little closer to budget. But I get what you're saying. She She entertained him a little bit with it.
2: I think his idea of the wedding was what she showed him. And she basically sure. said, I'm not saying we cannot have it. I'm just saying we cannot have it now. doesn't mean we cannot have it in the future if we plan and save.
0: Fair enough. And that's the episode. Oof, what an episode. It to I mean, it's almost, it. It's almost two hours, Teresa. What an episode.
2: Well, we are yeah. doing this across the ocean.
0: That's right. There is no sense of time.
2: There is no sense of time. It's 1.24 um, a.m. over here.
0: And we haven't gotten to chat for this long since you... Since you went over there. So
2: I know that's it's been very nice. True. It's
0: been nice. Guys, make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. As we said, we're going to be dropping a little bit of a different episode Wednesday morning. You're not going to be getting that below deck recap, but you'll be getting something else that we hope you enjoy. So follow us on Instagram for more details on that at Married to Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Look down right now, smash that follow button.
2: Guys, smash it like it's as hot. As John, because I'm looking at him right now and I haven't seen him in five days.
0: Hello, you take it easy over there. All right. (laughs) We'll continue this video chat after the podcast. You better sit down over there. All right. Make sure your parents are asleep. We're going to have some fun. But thank you. Follow the podcast, follow the Instagram. (laughs) And thank you. Thank you, Gidget Loves Shoes for that amazing review. We love the love. We love the positivity. We love love. So if you haven't left the review, please do thank you, Gidget, again couldn't thank you enough for that one. All right. That is it. I've said it all. Theresa, have you said it all?
2: I've said a lot.
0: You said, we've both said so much. So that means we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend
1: Formula One is back I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So, if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now.